nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 649, and it is your review of Basic Instinct. As always, is the nerd you're going to hear to host the show, alongside my wonderful co-host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful, wonderful Thursday evening. Thursday, live and early for our patrons over at patreon.com slash the nerdcore. At the $1 tier, you get this episode live and early, so you can go ahead and discuss with us in the comments, in the chat, and talk to us. And of course, you this episode drops on Saturday for the public at 12 p.m. Central Time. But before we can get into this review, Brad, how are you doing today, man? Beat. I'm bored as shit. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to leave my, my computer on. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping for like three days. Seriously? Yeah, because COVID. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, Brad. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It, luckily for me, like, there's people who get like real bad symptoms with COVID. Every time I get it, it's a head cold. Seriously? It's a head cold and fatigue. So You sound I a just, little stuffed up right now. Yeah, though. so it, it, it's it's mostly a head cold. And then I'm, I just sleep a lot. Well, that really sucks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah um, I'm not going to say that I'm sick right now, but I, I my, my head was feeling kind of like congested. Like, like just, you know, up here, right? You know, when you feel it right here. Yeah. yeah. And I was like clearing my throat a lot today. So we're, sp- we're supposed to get winter weather again coming here. Yeah. Soon enough. Yeah. Uh, Brenda's, Brenda's is worse usually. Like she, she has a, the, so she's been really congested and then has had a headache on top of that. So oh my god, bro. So mine's mine's like I can still function. It just I get really tired really easily, so I just sleep. Yeah. Watch anything while you're while you're uh, sick? Oh, I did. Um so I watched what the fuck did I watch? And I might I as watched, well drop the I schedule watched... early for you, bro, so that way you can get on since yeah. you're sick. I watched um Pain and Gain. Mark Wahlberg, The Rock movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it was all right. I mean, not the best thing ever in cinema, but not the worst one of those I've been wanting to see. And then um, I watched um, this documentary on HBO Max called Chowchilla, and it's about it's about these guys, these three guys who kidnapped a bus full of school children. And then put them underground. Like, they built a room and put them underground. What? Yeah. So it was like a kidnapping plot, a ransom plot for the state. Um, and they basically kidnapped a school bus and put the driver and 26 students. And I- I'm talking like they're, the oldest kid was like 14. And the, the, the other ones, I think, started like 11 and down. Like. The, 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 this was like a, during a summer program and they kidnapped them during that and they literally 
put the kids underground. <laughs> hmm. Um, but luckily the kids were able to escape, but it kind of goes into how that trauma affected <clears throat> all those kids like throughout the rest of their life. Like they like they didn't get over it. Yeah, and well, I would just, imagine so, yeah, right? No kidding. Um, and it kind of went into that, so it was actually a pretty pretty decent documentary. Like I never heard of it. Um, so yeah, if people want to check that out, uh, I think it's Chow Chowchilla. Chow Chilla. It's, it's it's in a it's a city in California. Yeah. Um well, damn, bro. I mean, that's uh It's pretty wild. Yeah. And and the whole reason they did it, like I'm not going to spoil it here. Like it's stupid. <laughs> like it's just fucking stupid. Oh, it's one of those. It's one of those. It's like I like how Brenda explained it. It's like when you get like pretty close to blackout drunk with your friends and you're like, Hey, that's a good idea. And then, yeah. but everyone else sobers up and they're like, nah, that wasn't, that that's not a great idea. Let's not do that. These guys were sober and went like, that's a great idea. And they should have been like, nah, let's, let's not do that ever. Cause that's stupid. <laughs> well, that's something. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, um, I I just I had to record some stuff today, so I recorded that. I went to work and I uh, watched a little bit of this, and then I came back home and I finished it up here. And um, yeah, I I'm really excited to talk about this movie. I'm glad that I did I that I finally, you know, you scratched off one off your watch list with Pain and Gain. I scratched one off today with my watch list. This is one that I've been wanting to watch for a while. I just never got around to it. And I also found out that. Europe has a 4K of this, but the U.S. has an old-ass Blu-ray that is not as good as what the 4K looks like. That's kind of crazy. Cool. And and I, I will say, um, I always thought this was just softcore porn because because like if you go back in the day to when you rented movies on VHS, uh, and, and for people that's the videotapes and VHS player. Um, yeah. you, you'd always see the uh, the box cover, and it was always Sharon Stone with her like leg out, yeah, like her, like just part of her is like in the nude. And he's like, Oh, that's just off court porn, and just walk by it, <laughs> yeah. And then you watch it, and you're like, Damn, bro, this ain't soft core porn at all, this ain't man. Soft core porn at all, like, I mean, there's there's good moments in it that you know you could you could go ah, close, but yeah. Everything revolving in the story is like, ah, I should have watched this a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I never got around to it, man. I never did. And I, it was like one that I've always wanted to watch. I just never got, it's like true romance, Brad. I've never seen true romance. Yeah. Neither have I. Um, what's yeah. the, is that the one uh, Tarantino did or what's the one that Tarantino? He wrote that one. He yeah. wrote that one, but he, Tony Scott directed that. And Tony Scott is really Scott's brother. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cause was it four rooms before there was something, there's another Tarantino I want to watch where it was like four movies and each had a different director. Um, what's that one? He, where he wrote, he, where he wrote or directed that. He directed the, the one part of it. I know. I don't um, think he wrote it. Is that like one of his like early stuff? It's early. It's early Tarantino. Oh yeah. I'm not sure. Like, cause, um. Cause he, I know he did the story for Natural Born Killers and all that, but mm -hmm. what's it called? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But um, also shout out to Stacy in the chat. Shout out, Stacy. 
Criterion's own pain and gain. Yeah, that's a special <laughs> collection. That's one I'd pull from the from the closet. Funny thing is, Brad, I think it is in, in the Criterion. Is it in Criterion? You, you gotta be shit. Is that in the Criterion? Hold on, hold on, dog. Pain and... No. No, no, no. I forget. It's The Rock that's in the collection. Okay, okay, God. And uh, <laughs> and Armageddon is in the is in the collection as well. Okay. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like, Pain and Gain does not deserve to be... <clears throat> They don't have. They're like out of print, though. They're I mean, I mean, pain and gain, entertaining. I give it. I give it entertaining, but not nothing that worthy to be in any collection. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's all I did, Brad. Um, just kind of tired. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm home. I'm like, oh, um, I'm gonna what's it called? Uh, I think I'm gonna take like medicine and be like, yeah, I'm out. I'm gone. Oh, four rooms, Brad. And four his rooms. segment was the the man from Hollywood. What the hell did I say? Did I, I think you rooms? did say four rooms. I think I said four rooms. Yeah. So and then my best friend's my best friend's wedding is the one that was like incomplete, right? Wasn't that a comedy? Yeah, but that was like the one, the first one that he tried. Like he was like unfinished, right? I don't remember. Oh no, that's love, love birds and bondage. Love birds and bondage was the one that was his short that he what's it called? Uh, that was like unfinished. And then my best friend's birthday was what's it called? Uh was his first well his first one, but like I don't think they ever released it. Love right? Birds and Bondage, that's a title. Yeah, yeah. Just pit pigeons in a leather. Well, man, um it, yeah, that's all I did, man. Um that's all I did, bro. And uh now after watching this, I definitely want to pick up that 4K. I might have to import it from the UK. Because the region, the the 4K is region free, the Blu-ray won't be. But what's it called? I still want to watch that 4K. I think it looks probably look fantastic. Uh, this man wants to see Sharon Stone clear <clears throat> everywhere, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Brad, uh, but, let's uh, do this then. Hmm? But will you be watching the sequel? Is the question? No, God, no, I'm not going to watch the sequel. I mean, it, it doesn't start Douglas or Paul Verhoeven, so. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right, man. Let's go ahead and do this. So if you have not watched uh, Basic Instinct, then you should probably get out of here if you care about sports. But if you don't care about sports, you've already seen the film. Go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes is your one and only spoiler warning, and it is in effect in a five. Oh, my God. Hold on. In a ten. Nine, eight, seven, six. Did I spell instinct right? Yes, I did. Five, <laughs> four. Oh my fucking god, bro! Three, two, and well, here I'm gonna have to do it like this. One. <laughs> There you go. You sounded yeah. like the like like those poor guys been watching on TikTok who's like, let me build this Minecraft thing, and if I build it and get through ten seconds, I can go to sleep. And everybody just throwing TNT at it. Fuckers, bro. So assholes, bro. <laughs> I was just like scrolling on TikTok because you know not much else to do when you're fucking in bed, and like all these lives would show up of these these poor guys. And I think they have a filter on their, like they have some kind of filter that makes them look like they're in pain. It has to be. I can't imagine these guys like 
are that good are, are that good looking like this um and that sleep deprived because my guess is like they'd be like ah fuck it i'm out <laughs> but but yeah I, the i was watching some of that and i'm just like man people are assholes like like i'd let the guy sleep i don't know where roll ran off to i'm right here i was trying to get something over here had to connect, had to connect something uh, but uh but yeah man um you know people are assholes brad People are assholes. I'm yeah. just, and I, you, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm an empath or something because I was just feeling bad for those dudes. I'm just yeah. like, like I get that's how they're making money, so I can kind of understand. But at the same time, I'm just like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, Brian, let's go ahead and do this. Basic Instinct is a 1992 neo noir erotic thriller film directed by Paul Verhoeven and written by Joe Esther Esterhaas. Starring Michael Douglas, Sharon Stone, George Zunza, Gene uh, Triplehorn, and Wayne Knight. The film follows San Francisco police detective Nick Curran, played by Douglas, as he investigates the brutal murder of a wealthy rock star. During the course of the investigation, Curran becomes entangled in a, in a passionate and intimate, intense relationship with Catherine uh, Trammell, played by Stone, an enigmatic writer. And the prime suspect. I just want to this, say, you know, the the horny nerds wrote this because there's literally like six six paragraphs. <clears throat> Damn, five, sorry. There's five paragraphs. Yeah, I'm gonna have a good amount to read here. <laughs> um, the script for Basic Instinct was developed by Esther House in the 1980s, and it became the subject of a bidding war. Uh, Carl Carl Pictures uh, secured the rights to the film and brought Verhoeven on board to direct. Stone was cast as Tramiel after the role was rejected by several actresses. Production was plagued by protests and intense conflict between Esther Haas and Verhoeven. Basic Instinct premiered in Los Angeles on May, uh, March 18, 1992 and was theatrically released in the United States by TriStar Pictures on March 20th, 1992. The film received mixed reviews upon its release with praise for the performances of the cast, score, and editing, while its writing and character development were criticized. It also generated controversy due to its sexually explicit content, violence, and depiction of homosexual relationships. Despite the public protest, Basic Instinct was a commercial success, grossing $352.9 million worldwide and becoming the fourth, the fourth highest grossing film of 1992. We're on that in a bit. Hold on. Let me read these other three paragraphs. Um since its release, Basic Instinct has undergone a critical reevaluation. The film has been recognized for its groundbreaking depictions of sexuality in mainstream Hollywood cinema and was described by one scholar as a neo-film noir, neo noir masterpiece that plays with and transgresses the narrative roles of film noir. Numerous versions of the film has been released on video cassette, laserdisc, DVD, and Blu-ray, and also 4K. And including a director's cut with extended footage previously unseen in North American cinema cinemas. A sequel, Basic Instinct 2, was released 14 years later in 2006. Jesus Christ. The film also stars Stone, which, which, which made without the involvement of Verhoeven or Douglas, it, became, it, it received negative reviews and was relatively unsuccessful. I would imagine so, right? Um, and, of course, uh, cinematography is done by Jean de Bont. Who, let's see, I think he did, he did uh, Roar, Cujo, uh, Die Hard, The Hunt for Red October, and Lethal Weapon 3. 
What a what a resume. <laughs> and Twister and Speed, Brad. Yeah. Well, he directed good. Twister and Speed. Yeah. yeah. And both uh decent movies. Yeah. Edited by Frank J. Uh, Urios, who did the editing for uh, RoboCop, Die Hard, and Die Hard. Uh, he, what's called, uh, he was nominated for those films as well. And music is done by Jerry Goldsmith. He's, oh my God, he's done a fuck ton of stuff, bro. Tora, 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 Patton, Papillion, Planet of the Apes, Star Trek. Oh my God. That's a resume. Yeah. And, of course, it sits at two hours and eight minutes. And, Brad, here we go. On a budget of $49 million, it made $352.9 million at the box office. You don't see that often anymore. They, this does not happen now. No. I am so you don't see sorry. That. This does not happen now. This comes this, out on Netflix. That's, that's what would yeah. happen. Yeah. This comes out on Netflix, and we have 20 articles about how, what's it called, uh, sex scenes are, are what's it called, uh, pointless, and how, what's it called, uh, that it, was, it felt very exploitative and, and all that. You know, um, but this is a product of the time that it came out. This is the 90s where these movies were making fucking bank. And I mean, that, so, so let's let's be real here. Uh, the Internet had not quite formed into what no. we know it today. Now, we were being por- there, porn was to hard to find. Yeah. Um, thank God for Sears and JCPenney magazines. So <laughs> rest in peace, those two. Yeah. <laughs> Well, man, um, so I am happy I finally got to watch this movie because this became my not just my favorite Paul Verhoeven film, but this is one of my favorite movies of all time. This movie is deliciously sexy in a way that they do not make these movies like this anymore. Um, But most importantly, this movie is lit so beautifully, shot so intricately, and you have to walk uphill. <laughs> Both yeah. And, um, but it's just, and it's also edited so great. And, you know, I'm somebody who's seen so much Verhoeven. So I know his silliness. So like, there's a lot of moments in here, like Michael Douglas almost getting run over by a car, like getting run over by a car and not dying. Where I'm just like, that's Verhoeven. He's fucking silly as shit. He'll, the lady comes back to do it like three more times and she doesn't get him at all. <laughs> and like some of the dialogue is super silly as well. And it's like, well, that's just, that's Verhoeven's style of the way that he like directs movies and makes them, what's it called, feel very silly, but also very, what's it called, on the nose. Uh, but Brad, what are your initial thoughts on uh, on Basic Instinct? I think this is a great movie, personally. Um, uh, usually with noirs, noirs kind of fall into two categories, pacing issues and no pacing issues. And this one definitely did not have any pacing issues for me for being over two hours. Um, That's fantastic in a way. I I think for the dialogue you're talking about, how it can be a little off here and there. I kind of like it just because it is a noir. And if you see it as noir, the dialogue kind of makes sense. It's subversive. It's yeah. kind of like turning the, the noir up upside down in a way. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, I mean, Sharon Stone's absolutely freaking gorgeous in this. Um, 
and she does a great job as being that femme fatale that you don't know if she's the killer or not. I still don't know if she's the killer or not at the end of it. Um, that I, there's an idea like, yeah, she she I probably think it's implied is. that she is the killer, Brad. Yeah, but it's one of those things. It's like, did he just add that in the end to kind of? I mean, does it even matter? If she's the killer. I think the point is like. That she was actually able to manipulate Michael yeah, Douglas like, this bad. If she was, she got away with it. I, yeah. I mean, one or, of my. F- <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, Go, go. I, I, I mean, cinematography wise, it's just fucking gorgeous lighting, gorgeous framing throughout. Um, I absolutely really did enjoy this movie. Um, and for th- going in, I've never seen it, like I said, going in thinking, oh, this is softcore porn. That's that's how it's always been like introduced um, through the yeah. years. It's like oh, it's just South Korea, and you watch it, you're like, this is actually fucking good. Like this is like Michael Douglas doing his best. I I really love the scenes with Michael Douglas and like his best friend Gus, and it, it's just kind of funny. He's like, Gus, you're gonna fuck her. I know you're gonna fuck her. And then when he does, <laughs> he's like, I told you you were gonna fuck her. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, Gus, man. Rest in peace, Gus. He deserved better. Yeah. Um, best. Oh my. God, bro. Beth. <laughs> Fucking shouldn't have reached into the purse. Yeah, but like, god damn. No shit. Bro. No shit. Don't be reaching. Especially when um it's already been told this this cop is very trigger happy. Yeah. Like it's been shown. This cop's killed, was it two or four? Four. <laughs> it was like four people he killed. Like the, you don't get he, called he's shooter a quick shooter. He ain't, of one, he, bro. <laughs> yeah, he ain't uh he ain't allowing himself to get shot. That's that's kind of what <laughs> what's going on here um but also wow what a tale what a very intricate tale that just you know it's like an onion just layers peeling back from it yep. and just more and more and you you're just stuck through the screen like i don't know what's gonna happen but i hope sharon stone's in the next scene <laughs> yeah this movie also has one of my favorite lines in a movie ever she's got that magnum cum laude pussy that's rotting your brain <laughs> Oh, the um, the interrogation scene with yeah. um, our favorite Jurassic Park scientist up there. Yes. Um, instead yeah. of, I mean, that dude gets to see a lot of stuff. Takes a lot of stuff to the face. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like that—that that was kind of that was a good interrogation scene. Honestly, yeah. uh, even even if it didn't have the Flash, like I think the Flash is added to it because she knew what she's doing. Oh yeah, that was. The whole time, it's that's why it's so subversive because it's like, yes, of course, she is the ultimate femme fatale in this movie. She's got all of these men wrapped around her finger, but she's what's it called? Uh, she's she's and that's why I think that first sex scene with, with Michael Douglas and her works so well because it's both of them fighting for control, yeah. And it's like, and she's the one who ends up with the control, but she but he subverts has to give it. way to it, like he has yeah. to, like, and that's kind of her giving him. To trust her in a way yeah but also she also had her her um female lover yeah on the outskirts yeah. watching yeah so there's just so much to this movie there's so many layers to it man oh and then um, just having the the serial killer grandma that's her friend and it's like you're not doing anything for yourself there sharon stone yeah <laughs> but I feel like that's the point. She wants to him. She wants to lure him in. Or Catherine, sorry, Catherine. Catherine, yeah. She wants to lure him in. She wants to like keep like building this trust, but to the point where she, where he's like, 
where he's going to be obsessed and he doesn't want, and he can't get away from her. Yeah. And, um, she really like, I mean, she, she, yeah, she gets with that like the whole scene where she basically just like goes to his house and he lets her in, and then yeah. she's walking out and Gus is walking up the stairs, and he's like, "You, you in trouble? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna put yourself in trouble." He's like, "I'm playing the game." He's like, and Gus is like, "You're gonna lose the game. I already yeah. see it." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I already see you hard, man. <laughs> yeah, well, she got that Magnum Cum Laude pussy that on her that done fried up your brain. <laughs> Or the these are there are cum stains all over these sheets. Very impressive. He got (laughs) off before he got off. (laughs) Fucking uh, what's it called? The 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 screenwriter just had a fucking field day with this. I mean, it's the nineties sex jokes. Like, like it's just a thing. Um, You should have seen the comedies, (laughs) but. Um, I don't think it hurts the movie at all in this. I think it just adds to it because it's like, yeah, that's how 90s cops talked. Yeah. But I mean, it's such sharp dialogue that it's it's very much noir, Brad. Like, yeah. that's the way that, like, I'm sorry, you watch those films from the 40s and the 50s, they have dialogue exactly like this. Yeah. Are they as overtly sexual and on the nose as they are? Probably not because no, it's but that the, was 90s. the 40s. That was that's the 40s, 40s yeah. when it was very. You know, the movie industry was very watched over, I think, by by the Christian churches yeah. and all that. Yeah. But the, the the dialogue was exactly like this, man. It was very on the nose. It was very, what's it called? A uh, very witty and very sharp dialogue. And I, I love it, man. It it just it, it works for this and it's very much indicative of what Paul Verhoeven is gonna end up making down the line. Because his his movies end up being exactly this I, I did um also enjoy the the um what do you call that a chase scene it was kind of a chicken chase scene uh, i oh there was the chase scene on the fucking the hills um that that was tense as hell that made my butt <clears throat> fucker a few times um yeah where, where she, it's like the cat and mouse game but the the one that where he the plays club. chicken with her and then he calls it in and they get there and he's like what happened he's like I don't know. I just, she just just ran off. It wasn't me. <laughs> and then it's like you know that's like her girlfriend, right? He's like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'll just hear. <laughs> so not the smartest cops, like other, like not the smartest cops at all. But I mean, that's kind of how it is in noir sometimes. Like no, they're never the, smart. Well, that's the why rape. they fall for the femme fatale so fast. Yeah, it, it's it's. I, I mean, like, look at the raid that we just watched. Those were very idiotic cops. Yeah. At the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But what's it called? Um. The the club scene. Just. Oh, man. Beautiful. Yeah, that got some controversy. Apparently, I I mean, I I can see it early nineties. Yeah. Um. The very, you know, was a gay nightclub. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 Paul Verhoeven was um, pushing boundaries on this one. Yeah. So fuck yeah, man. But like, and just uh, knowing knowing Verhoeven and like, because like Brad, the last Verhoeven that we sat here and watched, we watched fucking Benedetta, Brad. We watched a fucking non-sploitation movie. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just all balls off the wall, balls yeah, to the wall. Good. Like fucking, but it's good. sexy and it's just crazy. But, and I, then d- I do, movie, I do also give it up to him. Like, because it, it says here, Production was played by protests and intense conflict between himself and the writer. And he still made an overly great movie. 
Like, yeah. I wonder what the, the script looked like. If I wonder what that writer wanted to do, but like, uh, yeah. probably boring as shit. <laughs> the sad thing is, Brad, can you believe that three years later he follows this up with fucking showgirls? <sighs> I, I mean, you're not gonna, they're not gonna be hits. Yeah. Let's, but you're not gonna be like Kurosawa out there at just least in the kitchen. What's it called? That had the same writer though. So, like, you know, a lot of the dialogue in that one could definitely be blamed on the writer. Yeah. But a lot of the directing choices and the way the, st- the fucking it's questionable. Movie... Like, I, yeah. I mean, I, I can see what Verhoeven was trying to go for showgirls, yeah. but he definitely missed the mark on it. There was just it was just very it was bad. <clears throat> yeah. But um, dude, this is a great movie. I even love the music, Brad. Like, adds to the the tension there, and then also during during the sex scenes, it adds to that. Like, yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, it was well done. To me, this is like this is if uh, Hitchcock would have made a like a fucking uh, a, an erotic thriller. This is basically what a Hitchcockian erotic thriller would have looked like. Oh, thank God that it happened, because then we never see Sharon Stone again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But damn good movie, man. Uh, I really liked it. I I just I think it's great. Fucking Michael Douglas, bro. Like, I I, I think he's great in this movie. Sharon Stone is great too. Of course, she's the delight to look at, right? Mm-hmm. But what? Sorry. Ooh, uh, Stacy says, me, "Well, going with Wayne Knight as star in Showgirls didn't go over well either." No. So, yeah. Poor Kyle MacLachlan. And he didn't deserve all that. I, I mean, a new. Yeah, that one was just not directed well, not written well. I, I mean, I, I, and I think the main actress in that—I forget, forget her name—but she was on Saved by the Bell. Elizabeth Berkley. Yeah, Elizabeth Berkley. I don't think she deserved that hate because honestly, if fucking Verhoeven wasn't telling her to do it like that, then I can't see her doing it like that. Yeah, yeah, but like, <clears throat> honestly, man, like. Why couldn't you just pick up Sharon Stone again? Like, why? Like, why'd you have to pick Elizabeth Berkeley for this? Because you know Sharon Stone wasn't gonna be doing no Las Vegas showgirl dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not with that script. Sharon Stone probably read that script. I'm like, mm, it's like Paul. What the hell? <laughs> Paul, I like you, but this is a what questionable one. Goes, I'll do Mason against two in, in 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna come back for fucking basic instinct too, though. Don't worry yeah. about that. Without Paul yeah. Verhoeven or Michael Douglas, so yeah. Jesus Christ, man! I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to. Yeah, uh, that's a money grab. No, oh. oh, do we lose Raul? Stacy, I think we lost Raul. I don't know what, how to fill the time other than uh, I guess we could talk about Michael Douglas in this. He was in the movie. Um, though we haven't mentioned him much. Um, I mean, I don't know. Bro, come back. Look at his smile. He's just so happy about this movie. Yep, there he is. It's not the podcast unless my fucking internet decides to get interrupted and I don't know what the fuck happens to it. I was I was just going on how we have like Michael Douglas was the star of this movie. We barely mentioned him. 
Barely mentioned. Yeah, fuck he him did what he needed to do. Yeah, man. He I didn't mean, need to do much but be there and set up Sharon Stone. And he plays the great, like, what's it called, mysterious detective who, like, is being, what's it called, uh, corrupted by the yeah, femme fatale. Yeah, I don't smoke no more, but now I do because yeah. you're hot. But, I don't drink no more because, but I yeah. do now because hot. Yeah. <laughs> and Gus is still my best friend, so don't fuck yeah. with Gus. But, like, how can you, like, what's it called? Like, this movie has everything, man. Such great, likable characters like Gus. <laughs> Stacy, he's gone off to watch Basic Instinct too, just to make sure it was bad. <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm good with this just being the only one that I watch from the from whatever the sequel was. Like, I don't. I look, man. Who the fucks needed a Basic Instinct too, bro? The, the, the people wanted money. Yeah. I don't even think they got that because yeah. it was like, had they done this like two, three years after this movie, they would have got it. Like, they would have totally like been swimming in money but they did it 16 years after with the internet and older sharon stone so i don't know yeah sharon <clears throat> stone sharon stone is in it david morrissey david dulles yeah none of this is like interesting to me yeah damn good movie though like i said and i uh oh indira varma's in it though um one of the sand snakes from game of thrones ah the one who what's it called uh as uh always around uh the red viper Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lumi's the older bad. one? Is that the older yeah, one? Yeah, the older one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Elia, Elia Martel. Mm. Yeah. But um maybe if I we guess... get uh five Patreon uh Hell no. Ads, I'd rather we'll do watch the it. condition, bro. No, we're gonna do that at two. If we get five though, we'll do basic instinct too. How about that? Jesus Christ. I'm good. I am good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, damn great movie, bro. And I'm glad I finally That'll crossed true. it up. Watch long if you're not bricked up with your boys. Yeah. Damn good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we actually give our final verdict, did Brad did uh did uh Brenda walk in on you watching this? No, actually. Oh wow. <laughs> Surprisingly so. Actually, um, I think she'd seen it before. What? Yeah, I think she's seen Basic Instinct before. Yeah. Nice. Nice. She wants to call this. She would be like, "Oh, that's another one of Raul's." Yeah, like, like, yep, titties, yeah. and and vagina. You know damn well what movie you're getting into in the beginning, bro. I mean, you get it from the cover, like, yeah. like. I mean, I always figured, oh, just softcore porn, like I said. And yeah. was it? No, it was way more than I actually thought. Yeah. Um, but like, it did have some really it have some scenes that uh, I don't disagree yeah. with. Yeah. Damn great movie. Brad, my final verdict is I'm giving this a fucking nine. No, nah, not a nine, bro. This is getting a fucking ten. This is one of my favorite movies of all time, bro. I fucking love this movie. And uh yeah, I I want to rewatch it again right now. So, Brad, what's your final verdict? I can find nothing negative to say about this movie. And when I can find nothing negative to say about it, that means it needs a 10 out of 10. Damn straight. Damn straight, man. Fucking Verhoeven, man. Well, Sharon, Sharon Stone, who, who? I'm telling you, bro. They just like doesn't she kind of look like the like a Florence Pugh? Yes, like, yes. I'm. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, yes. But, like I, 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 because I DM'd. I'm like Sharon Stone, kinda, like a young Sharon Stone looks kind of like Florence Pugh. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, a lot of similarities going on here. Yeah, and it's not just because I watched the watched mm. the bomb movie. That's right. Why not? Yeah. Shut the book. Not because I just watched Oppenheimer. No, not because you just watched Oppenheimer. 
bro, she looks just like her, bro. Like yeah. literally. Yeah. But um, that concludes our review of Basic Instinct. And of course, you can go ahead and check us out on the nerdcore.com. Twitter is at the nerdcore underscore. Instagram and threads is at the nerdcore. TikTok is at the nerdcore. Our Discord link is in the description below. So please go ahead and check that out and talk to us about movies and all the other things that we like to talk about here on the nerdcore. If you're on the YouTube side of things, please make sure you leave a like on this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and click that notification bell so you don't miss another review on this channel. And of course, we also, if you're watching this, uh, on, listening to this on the audio side of things, we would really appreciate if you leave a uh, five-star review on your favorite podcast app of choice and make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast app of choice. All that helps us out so much. And of course, we would like to thank our wonderful patrons. You can become a patron by going over to patreon.com slash the nerd core for tiers as low as $1 a month. You get early access to this episode live so you can chat with us and you get it before anybody else gets to listen to it or watch it on December on December. I'm sorry. Saturday. Uh, at 12 p.m. Central Time. But, of course, all of that's available there. We want to thank all our wonderful patrons who make this happen, along with our very special executive producer, Shane. Brad, where can they find him? You follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at thriftedil or go buy something from the sub he got at prisoncityvintage.com. Damn straight, man. And as always, we will catch you all on Sunday for our True Detective uh, Night Country episode four, four yes four review, and uh, yes, for now, man, um, really excited for this month. This was only a well, not even a taste. Well, yeah, this was only a taste of what this month is gonna look like. So weird because yeah, because we did a Christmas movie on Monday and a fucking erotic sexy movie. noir today. Yep. And then we got a whole Godzilla season mixed in yep. with some random shit. Yep, we're kicking off Godzilla film month with our first review on Monday live on Patreon and on, available to the public on Tuesday of the original 1954 film. Mm -hmm. And from there, we're going to have a lot of other cool films to talk about. But for now, to our wonderful people here, let's get them out of here, Brad. All right, Raul. Thank you for being host as always. Thank you to Stacy for joining us in chat today. Thank you to all the listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, um, we probably should have a disclaimer at the beginning for all you horny, uh, horny guys and gals we're out not there. Showing that the movie. We're not showing the movie because YouTube would just take it off, and we like our channel. And this is a review of the movie. This is not showing the movie. So I don't know. Buy a subscription to Peacock or. You know, rent it it's on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, yeah. So I don't know what to tell you. Uh, if you need a wank, there's other sites. So Young Yoda out. Prediction on how many views we're going to have, Brad? 200,000. <laughs> Where's the moon?